You know, every morning when I wake up and before my husband leaves the house, I get on my knees and I suck some love into that man. Because I know when he goes out there, there's going to be temptations and negativity. I want him to start the day on a good note. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to The Three Muslims. We've been getting a lot of DMs to respond to this sister. And without further ado, let's go right in. You know, every morning when I wake up, and before my husband leaves the house, I get on my knees and I suck some love into that man. Because I know when he goes out there, there's going to be temptations and negativity. I want him to start the day on a good note. And the days that he's not with me and he's with his other wife, I know he's taken care of. So if you want to learn how to take care of your man, go get my book, How to Have Fun Like a Pro. When your husband comes out of the shower, get on your knees and suck some positivity into that man. Then go sit him down, turn on the TV and give him something to eat. Hop in the shower and come back and give him some dessert. Too many women complain to me and they're like, he never lasts long enough. Now he will. <laughs> Try it. And if you really want to learn more, go get my book, How to Have Fun Like a Pro. It'll give you things you've never heard of before and you'll have a happier, healthier, intimate life. A lot of men love saying that when a woman cheats, it's much We're gonna we're gonna put her on pause right there before she uh, embarrasses the Umma more. <sighs> Bro, who is the most pro intimacy, pro education channel? When it comes to Muslim YouTube, that's us, bro. We love talking about intimacy from an academic point of view. We brought in Shuyukh, specialists, right? But there's there's a difference between having haya and then being shameless. So what do you guys think about this? Subhanallah. You know, someone actually DM me on TikTok, uh, one of her videos saying, you know, you need to respond to this. And my initial thought was she's, and it wasn't one of this, these videos, it was a different video. It was less explicit. And I'm, uh, even then I could tell she's just trying to sell something. And um, it's very clear. She's just trying to plug her book. I think she's, she's not really counting on women listening to that, but she's more so counting on men listening to it, buying it and, and giving it to their wives or something weird like that. She's really mm -hmm. big on playing on the insecurity of of men and um i don't know what's up with her like yanni like you mentioned there's nothing wrong with talking about these things very no. generally or very modestly but to make a 60 second tiktok on it's a kid's app saying you got on your knees stuff with all the themes like you don't need to describe it bro you don't need to describe it um so i really think she's just trying to appeal to men when she says these things because women don't really respond well to that Mm -hmm. There's a hadith where the Prophet mentioned that the most wicked among the people in the eye of Allah on the day of judgment are going to be the men who go to their wives or she comes to him and then he divulges her secret, bro, and vice versa. This applies for women too. It's Muslim 1437. So just thinking about this from an Islamic point of view, right? If this was something permissible, it would have been a tradition, right? We would have been openly talking about these things. Not that we weren't openly talking, but there's a difference between making a general point to teach someone and just airing your, your personal business, bro, about your intimate affairs. Yeah. On home, what do you think? I, I'm, I'm not going to say much, man. All I know is, uh, imagine we would have, <coughs> imagine we would have seen this video back when we first started and we were legitimately the three giants. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a verse from the Quran that I wanted to share as well before we resume the video. But it's in Surah Al-Baqarah, it's the 187th verse. It basically says that the righteous women are devoutly obedient and guard 
in the husband's absence what Allah would have them guard. This is this is key, bro. Because imagine this, bro. Imagine that, like, I don't know why this is just a normal thing now, but people are talking about their personal affairs with their friends, with their colleagues, for no reason. There's a difference between nasiha and just being like, hey, girl, guess what my man did yesterday? And then you just go deep into details, bro. And the, the friend has more details and has a better picture of you than, subhanAllah, your, your own friends. Like, that shouldn't be the case, bro. No one should know. You know what I mean? And like, Allah, the way Allah describes us are as if we're like garments, bro. We're clothes on one another. We're supposed to conceal one another. We're supposed to have haya and shyness. Not that we're just supposed to be open about this, bro. This is this is stuff that in like gym locker rooms, bro, kuffar world, you know, they're like, oh, this is what happened with this chick last night. You know what I mean? It's just ego and it's just unnecessary. If, if you really think about this, man, she either one doesn't have a husband if she's speaking like this or two, she has a husband and he has no khayrah whatsoever. This is where I was going to, I'll tell you this, bro. When we continue this, you're going to see she has a man. And not only does she have a man, he's the one filming these videos and he's behind the scenes because you'll hear him now. And what's so bothersome is not only does he not have a khira and he's the most dayuth guy that I probably know of, Mila protect us all from that, but he's the one actually facilitating these things, bro. He's the one's actually recording these videos, asking her these prompting questions. So let's take a look at that, bro. Are you sure this is not some pay, dude? Listen, we'll we'll talk about that at the end, bro, because I have a conspiracy theory. All right. A lot of men love saying that when a woman cheats, it's much worse than when a man cheats. Because when a woman cheats, she's building an emotional connection, it's premeditated, all of that. Whereas when a man cheats, it's just physical. That's it, not true. It is just physical though. No, it's not. A lot of times when a man cheats, it's just because they saw a lady, the lady was attractive, one thing led to another and boom. It happened. It can we can say the same for a woman. A woman can see a man, one thing leads to another, boom, it happens. Not on average though. That's the thing. That's why you see a lot of times when a man and a woman has friends, they become friends with benefits. A lot of times, more likely than not, it's the woman that ends up falling for the guy and ends up ruining that whole friends with benefit relationship because their emotions got to the best of them. <laughs> Maybe in like that was like in the year 2000, maybe back in the day. But in today's day and age, there's a lot of men that are more emotionally in touch with their emotions. There's lots of women that are more emotionally in touch with their emotions and also with their physical sides. It's not like what it used to be. People, I feel like when you have sex, you're sharing energies. It's easy for anyone to fall into it, whether it's a man or a woman. Okay, but I'm not talking about the act of it. I'm talking about what leads to it. And that's why men say it's worse when women cheat, because they're talking about what leads to it. They're talking about the three months of texting that led to the lady doing what she did. They're talking about the lying to, to, to her man that led to what happened. They're not talking about like something just happened in one day. I'll tell you what they're talking about. When a man says the woman cheating is worse, it's because society, first of all, holds women to a higher standard than it holds men. And it punishes women for the same mistakes that men make <laughs> worse. And on top of that, men love to say, look at the woman because they don't want to hold any accountability for the fact that they cheated. The reality is cheating is bad, whether you're a man or a woman. And if you're a man, take responsibility. Don't try to put it on the woman like, oh, if you cheated, it's worse than if I cheat. No, you shouldn't cheat at all. That's not an excuse. If your wife cheats on you, 
Same, same way men love to say, if I cheat on my woman, there was a reason. If your wife had three months to build a relationship with someone outside of your marriage, where were you? Where were you? Like, you could have stopped the premeditation. Yo, cut this you damn video off, please. Listen, I got to tell you something. Like, this is, this is going to be very important, all right? She said, under no circumstances, cheating okay, right? Simultaneously, this delusional sister says, but then, where were you those three months? So she's anti-cheating, and I swear to God, bro, wallahi, there's another video. I, I didn't put this in this compilation. She clearly said that. Someone asked her a question, right? My, my husband cheated on me with this other woman, right? With this other sister. Do you know the advice she gave, bro? Because she's apparently like a marriage counselor. She said, that's fine. Just tell him to marry that woman that he cheated on with. And that way, he saved two people from haram. The woman that he cheated on with and himself. Like, do you, do you realize this, bro? It's delusional. Bro, all I'm going to say for these people, man, is fear Allah. Mm -hmm. like, clearly, clearly, anyone in the right state of mind can see that this is the... It's a scam, bro. <clears throat> it's so fake. It's so fake. Wallahi, it's so fake. Y'all can see it from a mile away. And if you can't, man, you really got to check yourself. You shouldn't be on the internet. You can't see how fake this is. Like, it's so genuinely fake that I couldn't even watch it. I had to tell you to turn it off. And this isn't even me trying to, like, uh, do anything for high value. Because y'all know, like, I I'm not the one to, like, do extra stuff just for high value. But it's like, bro, like a woman speaking like this, a man having literally zero data. And look, and if it is real, bro, if it is real, damn, that's all I got to say, bro. Damn, no, man, I, I love all I, gotta, I mean, all I got to ask you is, can you imagine any wife of yours being this open, bro, in a video that you filmed? Forget you filmed in any video, bro. Can you just imagine that, bro? That is literally the most emasculating thing ever, bro. Just imagine in the eyes of Allah how much it's angering Allah, bro. Like, subhanAllah, bro. <sighs> is there is there another clip or is that the last one? There's no, there's one more. <coughs> no, <laughs> please don't blame me. You know, so please don't let's blame be real. Have you ever had sex? Yes. Oh um, my God. Why are Muslims so weird about talking about sex? I think because when you're young, society really pushes it. Like our parents, our aunts, everyone's like, sex is head on, don't talk about sex. Don't look at boys, don't talk to boys. Don't look at girls, don't talk to girls. And it's like, a, like they don't even say sex is head on. They say, don't talk to the other gender. And so like, there's no sexual education at all. And I think sex in marriage is not head on, obviously. It's before marriage that it's- I'm just gonna pause that real quick. Yeah. You don't need to talk to the other gender. Or the other sex. I don't know what the other gender is. But you don't need to talk to the other sex to learn about intimacy education. You really don't. I didn't learn from the other gender or sex. <laughs> Rami and Anil, I'm sure you didn't. You can learn from your sheikhs. You can learn from people in your community. Fathers that should be teaching their kids that. You know, it's you don't need to talk to women to understand these things. Yeah. I, I find something's coming with them. They always present this kind of weird false dichotomy. Like even in the last clip, you know. They, I think they made that video for the sake of making a discussion and bringing popularity to their page. 
because think about it the guys are going to agree with the guy and then the girl's going to you know the girls are going to agree with the girl and it's just a, it's supposed to spark some kind of um publicity for them i genuinely believe that they, they definitely staged that or planned it beforehand and this mm-hmm. one as well it's a weird dichotomy either you talk with the other gender and therefore you need to learn how to talk talk to the other gender and all that stuff and you buy her course and you buy her book or basically you don't know anything and and you're basically misguided. It's, it's it's a very weird dichotomy. And it's very clear. They're just trying to sell a course. And a little note on both of them. They're both comedians, by the way. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. both comedians. So what if this whole thing is just a stunt? I mean, I, I hate to bring it up. I mean, maybe they've repented. So I won't mention their names. But there was a family before. You know, mm-hmm. a brother who did Rukia. His wife was a Naqabi. And they were living a complete double life. They scammed the Muslims out of maybe hundreds of thousands of pounds and all this stuff. And they looked so genuine, so pure, so clean. And then just like that, they're exposed. You know, subhanAllah, for, for all this crazy stuff, may Allah protect us from that. So, Yanni, if, if this couple, who we can clearly see has very you know, clear problems in their beliefs and their practices and their statements and what they're doing online, um, and it seems like they're just selling a course, and I wouldn't be surprised if these people are barely even Muslim, are barely practicing to begin with and just trying to sell a course about intimacy. I agree, bro. I wanted to touch on the point about female promiscuity from earlier. And what I'm going to say right now is not to go against Islamic fiqh and rulings on punishments, on adultery. That's not what I'm talking about, right? But where she was saying, oh, it's if men and women cheat, it's the same. Listen, if men and women cheat, it's the same. Okay, sure. Like, it's cheating is, a, is in Islam, in the eyes of Allah, it's not okay, right? If you cheat on your wife versus you, if you cheat on your husband, it's the same thing. However, the point I'm sure that he and a lot of men that have, I guess, coined that term or that phrase that she was bothered by is we're talking about promiscuity bro at the end of the day like a man has the ability to be polygynous in a permissible way for sure right there's impermissible way to be polygynous but i'm saying it is possible that if he wants to be with multiple women at the same time not simultaneously like in that moment but you know what i mean if he wants to do this bro there is a permissible means of navigating male promiscuity in halal but the problem is for women there is none do you get what I mean? Like she cannot simultaneously be with multiple men. So if she cheats, that female promiscuity, in no way is it allowed. Do you get what I mean? But I also want to make it clear again that I'm not saying cheating is okay. Regardless, it's not. But I'm saying female promiscuity is not the same as male promiscuity. Yeah, but it's, it's, it is a bigger discussion for sure. Um, Definitely, bro. We should, we should do like an episode with Gabriel on that. Yeah. <laughs> Inshallah. And uh, the last clip. And I think there needs to be a healthier approach to how we talk to our kids about it, especially in today's day and age, especially if you're in the West, but even if you're in the East, the internet has made it accessible to everyone. So if you don't want your kids learning the wrong stuff, you need to be able to talk to them about it first. And that way you can kind of monitor and manage how they get their information and how they move forward with it. So sex isn't bad, sex isn't haram, sex is great in a marriage, sex is healthy for a marriage. The way we talk about it needs to change. And that is why you're not hanging around my daughter's sister's aunties, uncles, grandma. <laughs> I'm laughing because there's still gonna be some, some, I don't wanna say anything, but there's gonna be some person in the comment that's gonna judge you as if, as if they're perfect, as if they've never sinned in their life, as if the things you're saying isn't factual and true. You know what? I read somewhere that it said, take your advice from people in the arena, not people who paid for the cheap seats. So. Hey. I gave birth in Phoenix. When I went to the hospital, the nurse asked me, what race are you? 
I was like, this is a trick question. Everybody knows the best race to be in the hospital is white. So I said, white. <laughs> Do you have a religious preference? Caucasian. <laughs> Your emergency contact? My husband. His name? Muhammad Ahmed Abdullah. <laughs> Okay, you got me. I'm Arab. <laughs> this is the part where we're supposed to laugh. Like, marriage is halal. I like the name, but whatever they're doing, that's not. Do you get what I mean? It's it's disgusting, bro. And I really hope that people don't think that we're here trying to, you know, pull other people down because everyone has an intention. Do you get what I mean? Um, maybe, maybe it's possible. They have an intention of spreading proper intimacy discussions, talking about this and having just good intentions for people for the ummah maybe but the way that they're going about this it's it's not okay bro it literally is not okay there's nothing that you could do to justify this bro yeah 100 percent. so what, what what is the correct way to go about you know having these discussions and even if someone did want to sell a course you know there's nothing wrong with that but what would be the correct way you know in going about that i would say bro first and foremost we should have some haya in talking about our own personal affairs so it's better to refer to things specifically from quran and sunnah if possible um you can bring up academic studies and discussions you can say even in principality you don't have to mention this is what i do this is what my wife does or vice versa this is what my husband does for a sister saying that it just it it removes a little bit of purity from you as a muslim and then when you do that in front of a camera it removes purity from the ummah because the ummah is what's watching your videos emulating the the thought process that you have a lot of younger women don't know any better so now they're going to see this video and they're going to be a little bit more loose in discussion with their friends right um and you could just see how it's going to be a slippery slope uh, when you look at the prophet he was very direct when it came to intimacy discussions right and i think it's it's a phenomenal model because in a lot of different religions and cultural practices you see that it's a taboo topic this is not a taboo topic in Islam whatsoever. We're very pro-intimacy education. But there's a way to go around it with a little bit of shyness and dignity. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Anho, what about you? I mean, just imagine she has a daughter or even a son and, and they run across this video. Imagine uh, the daughter or the son's friends know about this video of their mother and their mother speaking like this well astaghfirullah so i it goes back to what i said man feel allah these people man they gotta feel allah and they, they really gotta think twice about these things actually for them they gotta think more than twice to be honest <laughs> but it's like man we're all gonna answer to allah it's like do you really want to answer to allah allah is gonna ask you like oh you supposedly wanted to help people out here with this uh, pursuit that you did. And the way that you did it, you basically were saying, oh, um, I'm going to suck some love into my man. Bro, how ashamed would you be if Allah was in front of you and was just presenting that to you? He's like, what do you have to say to this? So again, let's see Allah, man. These people, man, they just... I don't know what they're thinking, to be honest. Type. and i think Rami, uh, what about you i think that about sums it up to be honest i think you know we'd be beating a dead horse if we kept going at it unless we got the point across it's very clear Khalas. and with that being said guys comment down below if you made it this far 
actual intimacy discussions you would like to hear from us because there's a way that we should do it and alhamdulillah i think we done we did the best of our abilities from day one whenever we talk about intimacy we try to give these disclaimers we try to give you know what i mean we don't try to sensationalize it with shock factor and the first thing we say go down on your knee like no none of this bro i think that there's a there's a very islamic way of going about it with etiquette and manners and i think that you know may allah allow us to all have that if we are going to be talking about intimacy because it's not a a light topic bro it's not something that you just do you look like ustad abu taymiya may allah bless him anytime he talks about sensitive topics not only is there an actual like written disclaimer in the beginning of the video he then also gives a verbal disclaimer before the khutbah and then multiple times he he tries to make it known how sensitive and a serious topic it is he doesn't just do any of this i can't imagine anyone like him or gabriel doing anything like that bro so inshallah that being said guys rami kan andraf allahumma atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adhab an-nar assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaykum assalam